Sounds different. Huh. This, this is Tavis Smiley. Smiley. Indeed it is. I mean, I'm glad to have you tuned in. Uh, we are uh, trying to find our <laughs> guest in this segment, uh, Dr. Robert Drummond, our resident physician. Uh, we've never had this issue before, uh, trying to track down the good doctor, but we are uh, looking uh, to have a conversation with him about um, the severity uh, of these, um, uh, these uh, heat extremes that are impacting people across the country in uniquely different ways. Over the past weekend, the National Weather Service reported that over 175 million people in the U.S. were under excessive heat warnings and advisories. Uh, Many areas experienced heat index readings, as you well know, soaring above 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, I think we all know by now in Phoenix, they're now, what, 31 days? Today's either day 31 or day 32, where Phoenix is over 110 degrees um, unabated. 31 days and counting were in, in Phoenix, Arizona. They are at 110 or, or worse. Um, today is 31. Thank you, Miles. Uh, so today is the 31st day that in Phoenix, Arizona, they've been at 110 or higher. Um, that's um, that that's unfathomable. Uh, I would not want to be living in, in Phoenix right about now. It's a beautiful place, but I wouldn't want to be there right now. That's what's happening in Phoenix. But again, over the weekend, 175 million uh, fellow citizens were under excessive heat warnings and advisories. That's a whole lot of people, 175 million. Adding to the severity of that situation, though, uh, is a concerning report published by health officials in New York City last week, which revealed that black folk, are more susceptible to heat stress-related deaths uh, as compared to anybody else in the country. Uh, It's an alarming uh, reality, and yet, on the one hand, not something that should be surprising for us. We've talked uh, many times on this program in the past with uh, our friend uh, Dr. Mustafa Santiago Ali uh, about the ways in which African Americans uh, find themselves in harm's way more than anybody else when it comes to extreme weather patterns, period. So it should come as no surprise on one hand uh, that African Americans are being put upon in ways that other people are not. But this really is a matter of life and death. It is literally a, a matter of life and death. And to that end, uh, what they found in this study in New York City uh, is that black folk, are again, are dying uh, more from uh, these, this extreme heat than anybody else in the nation. Uh, as I've said so many times, and you know that old adage that when everybody else gets a cold, we get pneumonia. Uh, put another way, <laughs> you know, if it ain't one thing, it's another. That African Americans tend to find themselves always on the wrong end uh, of these data points. And uh, I suspect that while this study comes out of New York City, um, something tells me that all across the country, if they were to do this sort of research, they'd find the same thing. That in uh, in places from California to the Carolinas, there are uh, too many black people who are dying uh, from exposure to this heat. Uh, we couldn't put our hands on Dr. Robert Drummond. Uh, leave it to the first day of syndication to have a guest go MIA on you. I'm going when I, when I get hold of Dr. Drummond, trust and believe uh, we're going to have words lovingly. Uh, but I'm always honored to be in conversation with Dr. Mustafa Santiago Ali, who we do have on the line now to talk about this recent uh, report. And Dr. Ali, in case you uh, in case you didn't hear me, we're talking about um, this report that came out last week that I'm sure you're aware of. This is your lane. You're always on top of these things. It finds that black folk are more susceptible 
to heat stress-related deaths than anybody else. Again, I was saying, uh, referencing your name a moment ago before we got you on the line, that you and I have had many conversations over the years, and I have now come to learn that when it comes to weather patterns, when it comes to global warming, when it comes to climate change, uh, black people are always going to be on the short end of the stick. But here again, more data that is irrefutable, incontrovertible, that we are dying from this heat more than anybody else, Dr. Ali. Good to have you on the program. Well, it's always good to be with you, and thank you for covering these issues. Um, so so, so how, how do you read this? Again, this is your lane. Uh, again, you cannot be surprised by this new study that finds, again, that black people are dying uh, from the heat more than anybody else. But what, what's, what's your read of it? Well, you know, it builds upon a, a set of research that has verified, you know, now for a couple of decades that we die disproportionately from extreme heat. We know everything from heat exhaustion. Um, and we know that in many instances, it is our communities who are doing some of the most deadly jobs when you're talking about extreme heat outdoors. Um, we also know that, uh, unfortunately, in our communities, we are least likely um, to have air conditioning. We're least likely to be able to afford <laughs> to turn on that air conditioning. So it places those additional stressors on our bodies, especially in the nighttime when you're supposed to be able to allow your body to actually rejuvenate this heat that continues at these very high levels in the nighttime also the dehydration that's associated with it there's heat cramps that are associated with it there's skin problems that's associated with it and then of course the strokes um, that um, get people's attention because it actually takes our lives um, at a disproportionate rate and of course Tavis as you and I have talked about before a lot of this goes back to the lack of infrastructure Mm -hmm. inside of our communities that then exacerbates Uh, these physical impacts. And we also have to bring into our conversation the mental health uh, impacts that also come from extreme heat. As you know, and this number will change in the not too distant future, we are headed toward that day inexorably. We are lunging toward that day when America for the first time ever will be made up, uh, will be comprised of more people of color than white folk. The good white folk will be outnumbered here in the not too distant future. But at the moment, there are still more poor whites in this country than there are poor blacks. And so, again, I'm not I, 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 it, it's troubling for me uh, to see that black people are being put upon in this way. But why is it, why is this happening to black folk, poor black people and not poor white people? Well, you know, we have both to bring into the conversation the systemic racism that has always been uh, in place. It, it is in the medical world. We mm-hmm. know that there are numerous studies that have shown that. Um, So when people are being impacted, sometimes they don't receive the medical care. We also know that there are maps that show us where the clinics and hospitals that are closing down Mm -hmm. or underfunded Mm -hmm. actually happen to be. So we've got that dynamic that's going on as well. So we have these double, triple, quadruple whammies that often happen inside of our communities. That's not not to take away from our white brothers and sisters who are also economically uh, challenged Um, But we know that there was intentionality um, in making sure that our communities did not have the infrastructures and the resources that are necessary to navigate the past and most definitely what's happening and what will happen in the future. We're talking about uh, this new study, uh, uh, new data out of New York City that finds that black people are more susceptible uh, to heat stress related deaths than anybody else in this country. Uh, and um, we're, we're, we're catching it right now, giving these excessive heat warnings and advisories all across the country. Our guest is Dr. Mustafa Santiago Ali. We'll continue with him when we come forward on Tavis Smiley. Let's get back to more of Tavis Smiley right now. 
our guest is Dr. Mustafa Santiago Ali as we talk about uh, the reasons behind why black people are dying um, at a faster clip, uh, at a greater clip uh, due to this heat, uh, uh, these excessive heat uh, warnings and advisories that uh, we are subjected to than anybody else in the country. Uh, I was just uh, looking uh, at the ways in which extreme heat impacts our bodies. Uh, there are three ways that heat can kill, we are told. One is organ failure. Uh, two, it just causes a heart attack. Uh, and three, kidney failure. Uh, organ failure, heart attack, and kidney failure. I raise those, Dr. Ali, because I have to believe that when it comes to black people dying more from this heat than anybody else, that some of that, given those three things, might very well have to do with pre-existing conditions. Yes, no? Oh, most definitely. I was actually just in Houston, and we were having this conversation about the pre-existing conditions that exist inside of our community and the medications that we often take. So let mm -hmm. me be clear. I am not a, I'm not a medical doctor, mm -hmm. but when we uh, have, you know, these different conditions that are going on, we'll use high blood pressure as an example, and some of our medicine, actually, the, you know, we have diuretics, so that's pulling water out of your system so therefore it makes you more vulnerable to these extreme heat types of events so we have to be mindful one of the medications that we're taking two the pre-existing medical conditions that we have um and then three the infrastructure if we live in these heat islands um then you get caught underneath you know the heat domes are exacerbated um and then all these different types of things play out in a cumulative effect way Yep. So severe is this extreme heat that there are members of Congress, uh, literally as we speak, one of them, uh, Alex Padilla, the senator out of California where this studio is housed, as we heard across the country on our first day of national syndication. Uh, Alex Padilla, though, senator from California, uh, and he's introduced legislation, uh, others have signed on, uh, trying to advance a bill that aims to protect workers in extreme heat. Again, when you ask the question why black people are being uh, subjected to uh, more death, we're more susceptible to death, you got the pre-existing conditions, uh, you have the fact, as Dr. Ali said earlier, we don't have access to air condition, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but we are now in this era of global boiling, as somebody put it, an era of global boiling. And the White House, in fact, has announced provisions to protect workers from extreme heat. Well, I ask, who do you think these workers are who are most often exposed to this, this uh, ex extreme heat who need to be protect protected? Hence this legislation from Alex Padilla. When we come forward, Dr. Mustafa Santiago Ali, I'll get his take on the White House and members of Congress trying to advance legislation to protect everyday people, everyday workers from extreme heat, many of them who look just like you and me. You're listening to Tavis Smiley. It's not just the era of global warming. It is the era, era as uh, someone put it, of global boiling. Uh, global boiling is uh, is more like it. Uh, our guest is Dr. Mustafa Santiago, Santiago Ali, if I can say it. It's good to have friends. Uh, the Bible says that he that has friends must show himself friendly. And I got to be nice to Dr. Ali going forward, even nicer, because uh, our guest was supposed to be our resident physician, Dr. Robert Drummond, who is an MD. Uh, and uh, for some reason, we can't put our hands on him. And it, it would be that way on the first day of national syndication that one of your guest goes MIA on you. Uh, but as I said, it's good to have friends. And uh, we dialed up Dr. Uh, Mustafa Santiago Ali, a dear friend of uh, mine in this uh, this program. Uh, and he is the foremost uh, environmental expert in this country when it comes to our people, certainly. Uh, he's our go-to. And so we're glad to get him on the phone uh, to, to talk about this uh, data that came out last week that shows that black people are more susceptible 
uh, to dying from these uh, high heat indexes than anybody else. Uh, and uh, we're trying to trying to wrestle with that in the few minutes that we have left here. I was saying, Dr. Ali, before that break, um, that the White House has announced provisions to protect workers from extreme heat. Uh, senators on Capitol Hill are advancing a bill aimed at protecting workers from extreme heat. It occurs to me that as if we're in the era of global boiling, this is going to get worse. It's going to continue. And workers, particularly those who are outside and working in certain facilities, are going to be subjected to this. Uh, and employers uh, oftentimes don't care, right? They, they, they want the product produced. They want the work done. And they seem not to be as in tune uh, to the conditions and circumstances in which workers work. That's an old story in this country. But what, what, what say you about the ways in which in the coming months and years we're going to have to rethink workers who are exposed to extreme heat, many of whom happen to look like you and me with melanin in their skin? Yeah, well, you know, we should just be clear with everyone that, uh, um, unfortunately, our folks die at twice the rate of our white brothers and sisters from extreme heat. Extreme heat is the number one, uh, you know, climate killer, if you will. Um, so that's one, two of the reasons why we have to pay particular attention to what's going on. You know, the president making sure that the Labor Department is uh, stepping up on their enforcement actions and relationship to employers is incredibly important to make sure that they know that they have some responsibility in this space. Um, and then, you know, also making sure that making those additional investments um, in cooling centers and making sure that we're protecting the various water uh, opportunities that are out there and making sure folks have that. Tavis, I've, I've been out with farm workers, and let's be clear that, yes, um, our Latinx brothers and sisters work in that space, but also a number of Caribbean folks work in that space, and you'll often find um, that folks don't have access to water. And so when mm. you're working in these 100-plus degree temperatures, you've got to make sure that folks have uh, the various things that they need to be able to navigate this, and we're just going to have to also figure out ways uh, to be able to do some of these jobs in different ways, yeah. um, because the human body just can't deal with these temperatures. You said earlier you're not a you're not a, a doctor, not an MD, uh, and I'm not a lawyer, uh, a JD. Uh, but it, it is fascinating for me to consider the ways in which, in the years to come, employers are going to be held more liable potentially uh, as workers um, uh, pass out and die, sadly, because of extreme heat. Um, it's got to open up a whole another line of conversation. Uh, on talk radio and beyond about the responsibility of employers. Let me ask you in the 45 seconds I have right quick here, whether or not, um, to your mind, it will always be the case that black people will be the disproportionate victims of these environmental hazards or whether or not there's a way to make a U-turn. Well, I think we make the U-turn by making sure, one, that we are highlighting uh, these impacts that are going on, bringing forward best practices of employers and others uh, who are you know, protecting their workers. And then the third part, of course, is that if we utilize our vote to make sure that we have the right people in office, we can get the resources and sets of actions uh, happening at a much more quicker rate. Dr. Mustafa Santiago Ali, the leading, one of the leading experts in this country when it comes to environmental issues, particularly as it relates to our community, environmental racism, racism and beyond. Dr. Ali, thanks for coming on. Good to have you. Uh, thanks for picking up that phone when we, when we rank you. And we'll do it again somewhere down the road under less extreme circumstances, sir. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, too. Good to have you on the program. And there you have it, uh, three hours of the first day of national syndication for Tavis Smiley. Once again, we thank WBOK, 1230 a.m. in New Orleans, being the first station to broadcast this across the country. More stations coming online this week, more after Labor Day. But that uh, is the first day of syndication for Tavis Smiley. Thanks for tuning in. Back here tomorrow, do it all over again. Lord willing, until then, keep the faith. <laughs>